Hi, this is Leslin from Try This at Home. Once in a while, we get sidetracked while we're recording and we record our brainstorming conversations. Sometimes they provide a lot of insight as to who we are and why we think the way we do. Today, we're sharing one of those sessions with you. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and settle in. When your day goes south or your relationship gets salty, you need tools that will turn it around. With decades of experience and a variety of perspectives between them, Leslie Sleesman and Leslin Kantner bring you tips and tricks for solving problems, increasing happiness, and creating your best life. Together, they're sharing ideas you can take home and try. Each week, their discussion will zero in on one idea, one technique, or one activity that has the potential to make your life a little better. And now, here is Leslie and Leslin with Try This at Home. Hi, Leslie. Hi, Leslin. We have a fun episode today. Yes, we do. Yeah. So uh, early on, somebody suggested that we record or keep the recording running while yeah. we do our brain dumping sessions. Yep. And so today... We've compiled a section of those sound bites, so and we're going to share them with anybody, kind of give them some insight about how we dive into this process. Yes. Yeah. Oftentimes, we'll be talking about something, and we'll stop the recording because we want to change something, or one of us just stumbled over our words, and um, we'll end up talking for like 10 or 15 minutes about yeah. something, and it'll, you know, one thing leads to another. Well, and then it another. diverges oh, yeah. so, so completely, yeah. and it's really kind of comical, or we get... Yeah tongue-tied just really just a few minutes ago I was recording sharing one of those sessions with you and for some reason those three s's yeah. tripped me up so badly and we were bent over and giggles. oh yeah I, I don't think we recorded that but no. um it might be a good idea to have it's easy for me to laugh at because I didn't have to say it. <laughs> and you know sometimes when you do all this talking it's like my upper lip just stopped moving it just yeah. kept getting stuck so anyway uh we hope you enjoy the session that follows okay we're, we're rolling so the um so many of these things would make really good episodes like yeah. this whole idea of of creating your own reality and and oh we were we we're talking about people who don't want help yeah that that was actually something that was I, I have a group of online friends and that sort of um I'm a fixer. You know, I'm a fixer. And so it's very hard for me when I encounter one of these people who doesn't want they don't actually want your help. They want to complain to you. They don't actually want your help. Yeah. And so I had a hard time until I met this group of people realizing cuz they were very good at it. They were very good at just listening and saying, "I'm really sorry that that happened." And I hadn't really encountered people like that before. Mm. Um and people who could just listen without mm -hmm. fixing yeah interesting yeah, because it's like completely contrary to my personality but um and I thought oh that's how you can go to those people you know when I was a new therapist I um I remember taking it really personally like somebody would come in and they'd have a problem and I'd give them this suggestion and then they'd come in the next week and I'd say so how'd that suggestion work oh I didn't do it and then they talk about the problem again yeah. and that would happen and I would go to my licensing supervision 
And I'd say, I am a terrible therapist. This person is not <laughs> doing what I suggested. You yeah. know, they're not, they're not improving. What am I doing right. wrong? And I, t you know, my perfectionistic stuff was so bad. And, and he would, he would just look at me with these really compassionate faces. And he'd say, you know, this really isn't about you, Leslin. This is about your client. Yeah. And it's about where they are and what they're struggling with. I'm too much of a cheap ass to like pay for therapy and not implement. <laughs> well, you know, I would feel like I was wasting my money. And honestly, be I was I was under the impression that everybody who went to therapy wanted to get better. But I think you're yeah. right. There are people who really just have the need to be able to vent. Right. And you know, 10 years later, I know that now. And so that I don't have any expectations anymore, but is it, it, I, I find it fascinating that we, we, we kind of think like that, you know, we, we think that people are asking for help and really not everybody no, is. they just want to vent basically yeah. I yeah. Think more than anything. But I think that would be a good episode to tackle because I, uh, Certainly, there have to be people like me who are compelled to fix and, and not shut up and just listen. There's a lot of people like you. <laughs> I mean, there's everybody. Like me keep you in business. <laughs> well, not only that, but I think everybody in my business wants, yeah. you know, is a fixer. We want, <laughs> yeah. we want people to be happy. I think 90, yeah. somehow, you know, when you've struggled with something or if you're just a naturally happy person, you want to be around other happy people. And yeah. Happiness, oftentimes happy people are people who have made a choice to be happy. Right. You know, and and they they kind of figured that out, and so they want to share that right. wealth. I feel like it's like um like a recipe. I feel like religion is like a recipe, and, and like, like that compulsion to fix is like a recipe, because if you, like, find a really good something to eat online you tell people about it, right? Yeah. You, you're like, oh my gosh, this was so delicious and it was so easy. We've had it twice this week. You have to make it. Yeah. Like, if you want other people to taste the good things that you have. You I know? want people to say that about our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you have to listen to this podcast. <laughs> what do you mean that religion is a recipe? I, well, I feel that way about religion. Like, it, it does, it, like, my faith has done good things for me. So you want and to tell so I want people. to tell other people because I want them to have the same sort of like comfort and peace that I have about certain things. Yeah. Um, and not that, you know, it's a fix all, but obviously I still struggle. Hello. Um, <laughs> but no, if, if there's something that feels good or tastes good or makes you happy or, you know, a, a good deal on a shirt that you found or yeah. whatever, like you want to share the good thing. Yeah, and we always do that. I just finished watching the series Outlander. Mm -hmm. and you were telling me about that. I know, I and I it. am telling everybody because I loved it so much. <laughs> right. I know. I love it. I loved it so much. So we do. We talk about the things we love. Right. But it, especially, I find it interesting anyway, that especially in matters of religion, like people are almost offended that you would, would tell them about it mm -hmm. because for whatever reason in your mind, like that, that's different. You mean religion? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting because I, in a conversation with a friend of mine the other day, who's a very devout Christian, mm -hmm. she said, I think what she said is that in her Bible study, they had, um, they were talking about, um, what's it called when you, 
when you want it when you're supposed to go out and oh evangelism yeah but there's a term like missionary um shoot i can't remember now but it was essentially she had decided i guess they'd agreed or their their mission for the week was to sit down and have coffee with someone and share their faith you know although there was another word that's for extroverts i don't do that yeah, and I thought, ooh, I got this really uncomfortable, like, don't start talking to me about right, right. how you feel, because right. my my faith is very personal, Sure. Yeah. and I I don't want to... Well, you've, you, you've been presented with all the information that you need, and you've made your decision already. So I want to say yes to that, but then saying yes sounds really cocky because I'm always open, but I'm always open to learning. Sure, but that doesn't mean that, but being in my, like the way I would feel about it is I'm always open to learning too. And I would love to hear more about like Muslims and other religions, but it's not gonna, I I know where I stand. It's not gonna change me. Yeah. And I I, don't want to be persuaded. I I will be educated, but I don't want to be persuaded. Yes, and maybe that's how, and maybe that's at the core, right, of the the people who, gosh, I wish I could remember that word, the people who share their faith, there's a line that can be crossed mm-hmm. between just talking about your experience yeah. and attempting to persuade someone yeah, well, that they should like share your feelings. And, yes. and, like, you know, when your friends are like, you know, you haven't talked to your friend in like six months. And they're like, hey, I want to tell you about this great business opportunity. I'm selling $25 leggings. <laughs> and you're like, no thanks. I'm going to get my pants somewhere else, you know. Yeah. You don't want to turn it into like a selling opportunity. Oh, like. man. You know, I, what that makes me think of this time that I had a neighbor who was selling – I want to say water filters of some kind. Shackley. It was Shackley water purification systems. Just the name Shackley gives me It's like Amway. And maybe yeah. I'm, it's too old. But it was Shackley. So she okay. met me at the mailbox. And I have to say she was very excited. And she was, was so um, prophetic about this, the, the water that we drink yeah. and whatnot. And I just looked at her. Her name was Karen. And I said, Karen, I smoke. I probably drink too much. And I'm sure I've had sex with the wrong kind of people. So water is the least of my concern. I, well, the, you're like, yeah, I, we're, not, we're not worrying about water right now. The poor thing just kind of looked shocked. And like there's a truth bomb for you, Karen. <laughs> Which is probably the reason that so many people have tried to prophesize to me <laughs> through the years. They saw that side of me. <laughs> you know, when I was younger, um, Shackley, seriously, like, I think my dad scarred me for life because, um, although well-intentioned, he may, I have allergies and allergic to, like, all kinds of crap. Like, every animal with fur. You're yeah. allergic to that? Oh, yeah. I, I cannot be around dogs. They're, like, mm-hmm. horrible. Can't breathe. But we had pets growing up. Because <laughs> my parents hated How me. How did that or work? Or the pets more. I don't know. But my dad, we, we always had, like, cats or some sort of dog that we were trying to have. I don't know. Um, and so my dad thought that he would just give me Shackley vitamins as a kid and make me take, like, a shitload. And 
then I would be like better. Wow. Okay. And so I remember, like, I distinctly remember standing in the kitchen of our house that I grew up in. Um, and my dad would make me take like 10 or 12 alfalfa vitamins. And I don't know if you've ever smelled or tasted alfalfa. It doesn't sound good. But it's like the devil's feet. Like, it is seriously the most disgusting smelling and tasting thing. And I would stand there and, like, cry and bargain. And I would, like, take one and then, like, guzzle milk after it. Oh, and my it was gosh. horrible. And he would make me do this all the time. And, oh, it was, it was so bad. I'm like, <laughs> now looking back, I'm like, Dad, what the hell were you thinking? Like, don't you think if alfalfa were the cure for allergies, someone would have figured that out? <laughs> oh. We really do awful. just. We really do just try to do the best we can based on what we know and i and you know there is some although this doesn't make sense if you have a dander allergy right, right? exactly but i'll bet you're not allergic to alfalfa <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right i'm not you know i mean isn't now. that the point oh behind behind <laughs> eating honey from local areas right oh yeah, yeah, yeah you know they say that if you eat honey that's grown locally it'll slowly expose you to, to the, the pollen. pollens yeah yeah so oh, <laughs> he just was hoping that maybe your animals were eating alfalfa yeah. or something i don't know it was so bad that's really but funny. that that kind of you know i don't know that kind of is a great example of what i think people are doing like he just was trying to do good yeah you know and like when we tell people about stuff like we're we're just trying to make them happy we like, are you know i mean there's no really ill will ever <laughs> you know and that's i think that that's a really important point to remember right it's and i say this all the time stop just stop for a minute when you feel insulted or you feel um you have these feelings stop and think about what was that person's intent yeah right most of us don't wake up in the morning and say i'm gonna try to be an asshole today right right we really don't yeah. we don't do that and yeah. in in our relationships and it, whether we're at the store or whether we're with a friend or at work or at home if somebody is being an asshole right it's probably not an intentional thing. There's no. probably something happening, right? Yeah. I I tried so hard to, when Harlan was sick, I can't even imagine what that poor man or any person, right, is going oh, through yeah. when they're like that. And it's, I made such a concerted effort to just sit back when he was crabby mm -hmm. and and projected that crabbiness right onto me. Oh, yeah. Like, threw up crabbiness on me some right. days, yeah. right? Um, I tried to just think, this is the man who loves me. Right. And this crabbiness isn't because he doesn't love me. It's not about me. It's some. It's just he's crabby. And and you'd probably be crabby, too. Exactly. Yeah. And, right. and, hey, I didn't even need cancer to be a bitch sometimes. <laughs> you know, I was... I was just naturally oriented that way on occasion. And and again, I didn't wake up with that decision, but I either I was stressed about something or whatnot and I just snapped, right? right? And I again today at this juncture in my life, I try to be very present and aware of how I come across to people, but in the absence of my awareness, I'm hoping that 
the people in my periphery will stop and say, hey, this is the mom who loved me or this is the daughter yeah, or sister right. who loves me. And so, hey, what's going on, Les? Are, what'd, yeah. you, what'd you bring home with you today? <laughs> right. And I, I think intent matters quite a bit. I've had people tell me that, you know, it doesn't matter what you what your intention was. What mattered is basically how it landed. But I, I don't know. I personally completely disagree with that. I think intent matters absolutely like a tremendous amount. So to be honest, I think it's 50-50, yeah. right? Because as much as we don't intend to hurt somebody's feelings, if it hurts their feelings, then yeah. we as... But as, don't you think it hurts more if the you know the intent was bad to begin with? Like that's well, of course. What, I mean, that's why I don't know. I would probably personally, I'd put it more, more in the fifty-fifty, just because I think, you know, if someone shoots you or accidentally shoots you, like yeah, you still are wounded. But I, I could get over it if it were an accident. So, yeah, we might be talking about two different things, yeah. but definitely, if I am careless and I hurt some and somebody's feeling to hurt right mm-hmm. because of my carelessness my intent should be considered but to be honest it doesn't change the fact that they're hurt yeah that's true Their right feeling is still the same and when I say 50 50 half of it is my delivery the other half is interpretation and I mm. I really want to talk about that in one of our podcasts because yeah. it is something that I talk about literally once a day Oh, I'm sure. In sessions. You know, communication is huge. Every time Dustin and I get in a fight, it drills down at least in part to that. Every time. Every time. And I would say, I can't even imagine a time if people really, really paid attention to their communication, there just wouldn't be fighting because it takes two people to fight, right? (laughs) And you can't, if you're paying attention and you're speaking with intent... And you're acting in love. How can that end up in a fight? It can end up in a disagreement. Sure. But it's not going to be a fight. Yeah. There, and I think disagreement. I don't know. I, I like getting in disagreements sometimes. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like that's when I learn more. You know, well, that's when you, good. When we're like passionately talking about something, you know, that's like important. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I end up learning something about him when we do that. You know, it's funny because I love to debate right Mm -hmm. I'm a lifelong learner Mm -hmm. I love challenging the way I think the way other people think um but sadly (laughs) I seem to choose a lot of people in my life that don't appreciate (laughs) debating (laughs) my brothers and I do it 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 was just a part of our familial kind of dynamic but I none of us picked partners that enjoy debating (laughs) and in fact are quite challenged that way and i and i love a good debate yeah i something happened last night and i'm trying to think of what it was but isn't that funny i remember like the gist of like what happened but i can't remember the topic we were talking about you and dustin yeah we were talking about something and he brought it up i can't i just cannot for the life of me it obviously wasn't that important but anyway i got very like hyped up about it as I do and sometimes I get hyped up because when he by the time he gets home like I just really want to talk to like another adult you An know because yeah. I've been with the kids mm-hmm. for a few hours and you know um and so I was really hyped up and I could see him just like shut down like he was not having my 
my uh, intensity mm-hmm. of the topic. And I thought, mm-hmm, you just ruined it. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. And then he's like, I don't want to talk about it. I'm like, you brought it up. You know. <laughs> but then I could tell that I uh, hit it a little too hard. Crossed the line. Yeah. Yeah. But he's normally, he's good at debating. But Does it have to be an intellectual debate or can it be an emotional debate? Both. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. I think I, that keeps life interesting personally. Yeah, I probably couldn't win the intellectual debate <laughs> <laughs> very often. Stop that. I know, I know, I know. There's, there's, there's another imposter. podcast. <laughs> that's right. There's another podcast. <gasps> All, All right. right, then. Well, what's our next? We're going to do boundaries, right? You yes. Mm-hmm. It's so fun to listen to that again, Leslie. It is. Yeah. It is. We have some really good conversations. You know, yeah. There is kind of a try this at home from yeah, the session kind today. Of. It's kind of fun. Yeah. It's a, it's a brain dump sheet. So one of the things that I like to do from time to time, and it's, you know, we kind of just shared with you the audio version of it, but I'll have a bunch of ideas or things swirling around in my head and they're just stuck up there. Like I, I never write them down. They, there doesn't seem to be like a good place to write them down. Mm-hmm. And It's a lot, it's a, you know, you're just adding more to your mental load, basically. So we've provided a little brain dumping sheet for you so you can get all your ideas out onto a piece of paper and kind of free up your mind. Yeah, because really, sometimes really great info comes from allowing your thoughts to just run rampant. You get good insight Yeah. when you just let your ideas kind of flow freely. It's kind of the idea behind journaling, right? Yeah, definitely. That's often a brain dump. So you can also find somebody like-minded or not and just kind of have a conversation. Let your brain just go wherever it's going to go. And we often do that with our friends, but kind of an intentional brain dump is much more rare than one might believe. Yeah, definitely. Cool. So that's our Try This at Home this week, too. We'll have a brain dumping uh, worksheet on our website and you can get it there in the free resources page. So that's it for today, folks. As always, we are super grateful that you took the time to listen. Next week will be the final episode of our communication series, and it's going to be about listening. So it's kind of that... What did you say? (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be about Listen, you know, Harlan just giggled from heaven. I'm sure. He really did. What? (laughs) Uh, And we hope that you will join us then. If you have any questions or comments, we hope you'll reach out to us on our website, www.trythisathomepodcast.com. There you can subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Also, if you are so inclined, we would love a rating Uh, and a review so that other people will know what you think. So for now, this is Leslie and Leslin, hoping you'll try this at home. All perspectives and opinions expressed during this podcast are for educational and informational purposes only. There is no direct or indirect intention to provide psychotherapy or mental health services. If you are seeking counsel for individual circumstances, please consult with a local health professional. Assertive communicator. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs>